Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Private Parts. Okay, buckle up. Here is part two with Katie Price. Okay, so you had... Okay, going back and then... My God! There oh, is... and I broke my feet, didn't I? I don't know how I survived. Oh yeah, that. how did you break your feet? I'm... So I was getting my teeth done in Turkey. Turkey teeth. Hello, <laughs> my shiny, bright white teeth. How many times have you? How many oh, times? I don't know. They're so ugly. But I don't know. If you took my teeth out, boobs out, hair extensions out, I'd I'd look like fuck knows. I'd, I'd hide. My teeth would look like peggles. Um, my boobs would be like hanging. Old tea bags. Imagine it. Wait, okay. So no how, hair. I, would, I literally look. How many surgeries do you think you've had? I don't know. If you had to guess, I, have, I really haven't got a clue. Because it's above twenty. It must. I love anesthetic. Fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, because it goes. I remember, how good is it? <laughs> oh, i like, It just no, goes. No, no. I'm so bad. I make them do it slow. And I'm like, I hate needles. Once the needles, I do. I, I, I can't wait. I love it. The reason so it can I have, last the longest. Yes. And I go, don't do it. Put a little bit in. Uh, uh. I just fight it. I fucking love anesthetic. Amazing. So in America, when I've had You know, my they don't know why done, it works, apparently. They listen, don't know why it works. They don't know why they it don't, works. They know it puts you to sleep and that, but they don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently so. Because I didn't realise also that the necessitist is the most important person in the room. So whenever I have an operation, because I have them regularly, (laughs) I always respect and say, I I respect you so much because although their surgeons are good, it's the necessitist, you have to respect them. They're they're the ones who keep you alive. They're paid huge amounts of money. Are they? They're paid, yeah. Uh, and either says they're paid, you know, they're the most paid people in the room, typically. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Like, oh my God. Yes, the anesthetic I fucking love. So I remember in America, <laughs> what am I like? I remember um, just for a teeth clean, because they, they bring it, um, necessities right to the bed and they can put you to sleep to have your teeth done. So I remember one day I went uh, to have my teeth cleaned and they give you gas and air for it. Yeah. Because America, they, they're so light with the drugs, aren't they? Yeah, they love it. So 
I was there with my friend Julie getting my teeth cleaned. They said, do you want some gas and air cat? I was like, yeah, please, in case it hurts. She's like, okay, take some gas and air. She said, can you feel it working yet? And my head was going tingling. I went, no, not yet. I said, I must be quite resistant when really it was working. I just wanted to see how far I could push it, right? And then my friend, they were turning it up and up and I was feeling fucked. No, I could feel it a little bit. And I looked at my friend then suddenly I went, oh my God, I feel really sick. I'm spewed up because there was too much gas in there. But I was trying to make out, see how far I could push it. I don't know why I do this to myself. I'm such a rebellious person. Yeah, but because I think... As if I need gas and air to have my teeth clean. But I think you want to push extremes, right? Because you, you like the idea of... That's ADHD as well. It's like you want to push every extreme. You wanna... Do you think it is? It's yeah. like, and then I push the button. I'm like, don't push it, Kate, because you don't know what's going to happen. I go... Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, oh wait you... for the repercussion. Because <laughs> you want to find out what... And also that must mean you feel a lot as well. You must feel so much. Yes, I do. And especially with my feet, which is why oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were talking about near-life death experiences. <clears throat> yeah. So I was getting my teeth done in Turkey and I've been to this hotel a few times before because I had a couple of sets before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so back at the hotel, part of the package. <laughs> and uh, I went with Junior Princess yeah. and Carl and a couple of his friends. And I was filming it for YouTube as well, because <laughs> you get it free once I give them promotion in it on an Instagram post, ding, yeah. ding. And I remember we was outside the, the front and we was all mucking about. Mm. And I pretended to gallop like a horse over a bush. Mm. But there was no lights, um, no signs. And I jumped over the bush, but I didn't realise it was a 20-foot drop into an underground car park <sighs> and landed on my feet. Bah! And I had sliders on. Bah! There's one scar there. Can you see it? How and much does that hurt? That's that one there. Look at that scar. Breaking both your... Oh, my God. I've got 14 screws in my feet. You just landed, boom, both broken. Yeah. Well, I tried to get up. Oh, okay, on your little muff thing has fallen off. It's got behind you, hold on. Where is oh, it? Oh, hello, muff. <laughs> there you go, sorry about that. Hey, Back in the room. When you, when you landed. Ah. Now, so first of all, I remember lying foot, there. And foot. I looked up and my friends were over. They thought I was dead because I lied there for a minute. And I thought, oh, and I tried to get up and I had no feet. <sighs> Flop. Ah. And then suddenly... God. The screams, I think, were worse than when I had to give birth for Harvey. The pain just went whoosh. Ambulance come up. I'm just laughing because I'm... <laughs> they said that when I was in the hospital, I couldn't stop farting. <laughs> Sorry about that. Could um, you not? <laughs> apparently. And I kept laughing. I'm so sorry for farting. Oh, but no, I was God. in pain. And then, because they try and put a cast on, so they have to turn your feet. Anyway, they said I had a hairline fracture. Yeah. So to me, a hairline fracture is just a hairline little yeah, fracture, but they can be painful. So I carried on the week there because I had my temporaries in and I thought, well, I'm not going home with temporaries. I need to still get my teeth done. So they were in cars. So I thought, okay, we'll sort it out when we're home. But they did want to operate on me in Turkey and everyone's like, Kate, don't wait till you get home. Wait till you get home. And I didn't have holiday insurance for the first time. Imagine if I fucking did. Fucking that would have been a nice payday, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, um, so I carried on the week and I couldn't put, I wasn't allowed to put any pressure on my feet and they would just hurt all the time. So I was yeah. in a wheelchair straight away. Can't there. do anything. No. Can't Even do in anything. the show, I was crawling around on my knees thinking, 
fuck, I, re- I think I really have damaged my feet. But June and all that was saying, oh, shut mum, you've only got a hairline fracture, you know. It's not until I got home to England I realised the seriousness of it. Yeah. So I went privately to see um, a surgeon, like a feet specialist, and I remember they took the cast off because I hadn't seen what my feet looked like. They were just, like, black underneath and just looked odd-shaped. Oh, my and God. And I remember other people running into the room and they come out and I looked at their faces and I thought, fuck, what's going that's on here? Fucked. And they said, Kate, who's told you you've had a hairline fracture? I went, well, that's what they said. They went, Kate, I don't even know if you're going to walk again. I said, what do you mean? They said, this is one of the worst cases we've ever seen. You have literally smashed your feet. Imagine getting an egg and just dropping it. Oh. That's your feet. And they said... Um, we can't guarantee if you'll walk. This is serious. Um, this is a serious no, accident. No, no. So they ended up doing it on the NHS because it, they've never seen one so bad. They said normally people who try and commit suicide off buildings do it. Yeah. Um, or people in the army, parachuters. Yeah, and then that. they land. But it's rare to get it in both feet, and I've done both. Oh my God. So it's like an egg, just mush. Yeah. Oh my God, Carl. Yeah. So. It sort of hit me like, fuck, it did hit me for a minute, think, God, I'm not going to be able to run. I'm not going to walk. Like, what what can I do? So I was in a wheelchair for 10 months. Then I had to learn to walk again. Yeah. And they're still not right. I've had two operations on this one. Oh, my God. But I am going to do a marathon again. Even if it's in my air boots, there's fucking no way I am not going to run. You're going to do a marathon on them? Well, I've done two before. Yeah. I just I just can't be told I can't do it. And yeah. I just want to be one of them ones who can do it. I freaking love that. But that's insane. But yeah, they're, they're fucked. <clears throat> like, I can still horse ride because the stirrup goes to the... Okay, but you're like a superhero because also, you know... I don't you... know how I didn't die. They said if it was my back... Oh, you're, you're fucked. No, that's it. Paralyzed if you're my done. head dead. But, and I was lucky that my shin oh, didn't, didn't go out. come do there. Because my... I landed on my heels like that. God. Just, yeah. So I am quite lucky, I w- actually. But you also, like, you mentioned... And then the- when I swam with sharks, sorry. When I In got hijacked, yeah, when we got held oh at gunpoint, right? Sorry. Oh, my God, okay. Hold on, I, know, I was just saying, okay, when wait. I got okay, hijacked... Wait, so where were you? Filming in South Africa, yeah. and the producer decided to go a different route. And my friend, while we was there, said, you can't, it's not touristy. Anyway, cut the long story short, Junior wanted a wee, and as he got out, a group of guys got out. Joe, your money, money with all the guns and that. Anyway, from that, I don't have to go into detail about that because people won't really want to hear that bit. And so some of the crew flew home because of the trauma of it. And I remember when eventually the police turned up, it made the news out there because the only reason they said they didn't kill us is because they took the keys to the vehicle. So they would have gone and dumped the stuff, then come back, and then they would have killed us and taken the vehicles. So we're so lucky. Anyway. Oh, my God. And you're with the kids? Junior Princess I was with, yeah. Oh, my God. But they know I'll take a bullet for them because I wouldn't open the door. And I, I had my pillow there waiting to be shot. Um, but, yeah, they knocked my friend up when he got back in the car, knocked out, blood spurted everywhere. But yeah, that was like a fucking horror. You know when you actually watch a horror film? And I remember trying to get in the driver's seat because my friend got out to say, come on in if you want it, come on in like this. And I'm like that, trying to find the keys to the car to drive off. But they had the keys. And then my friend got the keys back off him, 
gave them to me. And I'm like that in the thing, trying to put the keys in to drive off and I couldn't. Oh. They got back and then whacked him. Anyway, oh. we didn't have security. You had no security, no. nothing? No. But then the next day, the channel got a security. Bit day late, but anyway. That's, that's traumatising. Oh, no, I know. So what, do we fly home or do we carry on filming? Because in my head it's like I don't want to sue them because I need I need to work. Yeah. Really, I should, but... So you're stuck in a, in a, in a Yeah, in a so then the next day, next two days... Oh, no, the next day we go and stay at my friend's friend's house, which who we was visiting, and we was all in our onesies, right? And we was all sitting outside having wine and we heard... Boof, like that, like an accident. I went, quick, quick, get some blankets. It's run out there. So a, a lorry, a, a van had crashed into a tree overturn. So I said, no, let me do it. So I got the guy out, started to work on the guy, waiting for the doctors to come. <laughs> like starting to help resuscitate the guy, get him out. And here I am in my fucking onesie. You just couldn't make this what up. What the hell? And then the next day we thought we'd swim with sharks. So you've gone from, I mean, yeah, I just, but my kids, we're all together on this. What are you, are you, and you're, the kids are okay? They're just no, like, no, the princess had therapy. Okay, yeah. But so that was that. So you had the hijack the next day. I got the man out of the van, and then we went to swim with sharks. But on the way, <laughs> we're at the traffic lights, and they've got like a police van. And a guy in handcuffs escapes out the back and runs up the road, a prisoner. And we're like, what the fuck? We carry on driving. We were like, look, look, there's a body over, you know, the central reservation. So there's a dead body lying there. And we're like, fucking hell, look at that dead body. Anyway, we then arrive on the beach. God, get this. this so this is the worst trip ever. We arrive on the I'm beach. I'm sorry, this is, uh, this is the most I'm, nuts trip I've ever heard. I know. And then I'm like, kids, we're going in the cages to swim with sharks. After all of this? Yeah. Well, I didn't go in the cage after all. I'll tell you why. So they put all the video on about the sharks, what to do. You keep your hands in fists like that. You've got to be yeah. like that with them. So here we are on the boat. It's all been filmed. You can watch it all. Um, all the rough sea, we get out in the deep thing. We stop the boat and there's a couple of other tourist boats doing the same. And I, these sharks, when I say bigger than the fucking boat we're in, just swimming underneath. So I said, kids, you're going in the cages. And I said, are we allowed to go in without the cages? And they said, yeah, of course you can. It's fine, but you must listen to us, what we do. And I said to my friend, Neil, well, we might as well. Fuck it. Look, look what's happened. We could have been dead. So Junior Princess went in the cages, you know, when you see them. Yeah. And I didn't. There was about 27 sharks. You can watch this. And what they do is they make you feel like you're safe. They throw in all meat. Yeah. For the sharks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they obviously swim by you. Yeah. And I remember being underwater thinking, oh my fucking God, the size of these sharks. And they like come to you. Are they you, huge? Huge. And then they sort of knock into you like that and then swim off. And then they swim under you, feel their fins go like that. And you're not in the cage? No, not in the cage. And um, I just don't. And now when I look back, I think because the adrenaline or what had happened, I would never do that again. No. Because. They make you feel safe on so What could they actually do if a shark actually got you and swam off? They can't shoot it, it's gone. So when I look back, but the adrenaline of it was like unreal. The whole trip must have been an adrenaline rush. I mean, that, that is... how. But then, but okay, what, what, one, if I was a therapist and you came back from that, I would say, okay, fine, that's a lot of trauma to happen in one space. 
How yeah. do you decompress from that all? And because there's one thing after the other. What about my million pound uh, kidnap threat? I had to. I had um, the police take my kids to school for three months. I wasn't allowed. Why? Because Scotland Yard. Every time it's happened, Scotland Yard. Um, they knock on your door because their intelligence yeah, knows yeah, yeah, what's yeah. going to happen. So, so, wait, so you suddenly get a knock on the door? Yeah, the first time I was actually with Pete and we were going for a curry and the door went. He went, oh, Kate, the police are here. I went, oh, tell them to come back later. We're going for curry, right? <laughs> he said, uh, they said it's pretty serious. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, like the Catherine Tate nan, for fuck's sake, like, come down. They, were, they weren't... Um, in uniform. Yeah. I said, how do we know you're really police? So I phoned Clown and said, well, we've got police officers here and they reckon they've got something serious to tell us. And I thought it was Ant and Deck doing a fucking prank on us. So we were in the room and they went, right, our intelligence tells us there's um, a group and basically they showed us some pictures, because I don't know them, but apparently they'd been meeting up in the supermarket near us and they were going to create a car accident to get the kids and so and then they would kidnap the kids and then... I, I kept saying, this is a wind-up, and it where's Ant and Debt? And I kept saying it. And then after all, they went, Kate, look, this is serious. We, we are not joking. And I was like, oh, really? Like, then I thought, fuck. Then I phoned Claire, and it was that was a serious threat. Oh, my God. So what happens when you get a serious threat like that? What are the... Pre- the the intelligence you- tell you what to do. I think one of the worst ones was at my house in Surrey. When your um, kids get involved, that is not... No, it's normally against Harv as well because everyone knows he needs meds. Yeah. This one was I had Scotland Yard sleeping in a camp bed, the police outside my bedroom for this one because their intelligence said there was a group coming from Liverpool and they knew they were on their way, but they knew the panic buttons in my house and they knew they were going to tie me up, hold me at knife point and all of that. But I used to say, if you know they're going to do this, why don't you arrest them? And you're, they're not allowed to do anything until they do the act. Yeah, they can't do it until they uh, do So I'm the like, act. what? So I have to be stabbed or whatever, tied up and all this, before you could do anything. I think that's crazy. But I, they have to do the act. But it isn't even the conspiracy So enough. then what happens? So then you have police sort of protecting so you. So then I remember being in London. I said, right, Kate, don't come. I was, remember I was driving up Marble Arch. I think I was with Gary and Phil then. And uh, they said, don't come home because they're on their way. And then the police lost them at some services. And then they ended up doing some, someone else. So oh. they didn't end up doing me after all that. And there's, you could Google this as well. A person made it in my house. It was a man dressed up as a woman and said, um, there's security and they need to check the property. So the police officer or something said, oh, I'll get Kate's mum. They were standing in my kitchen. So my mum come up from the garden and said, can I see your ID? And they said, oh, uh, yeah, I'll go and get it from the car. This person happened to be someone who had gone around all HSBCs as fraud, pretending to be me, bought a convertible Mazda using my money. They got arrested. You can Google it. They tried to look like me, ended up being put in prison. But he made it in my kitchen at the same time I'm having this kidnap thing. Don't. Oh, there's loads I can tell. I haven't even get, hit the get, Oscars parties get, and all that yet. Wait, oh, I can't. I get, we got to get. But can I just, just, just from a, I'm like, a perfect guest to take round a dinner party table. You, you, <laughs> honestly, you know when you say, you know when you say, who would you want to have dinner with? I think you would be one of my people. Too big. A hundred percent. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With all these things that happen, you know, that, that would like anxiety, PTSD, all these things. I have got that, yeah. But, I have severe PTSD. But then how, did, how do you... Um, Therapist. Yeah, just therapy. Have you ever taken medication? Have you ever done anything like I've that? I've been on estranoplan for years. That's it helps. like um um yeah, it does. And I think what makes it worse for me now is I I know it's not in my head. If I go to a shopping centre or something and I want to go on my own, I get a bit panicky because I think oh, I just you know when you just want to go in and get something and you know people are looking or they shout out names. And then I think, oh, where can I go to, like, if they all want pictures and, and I'm on my own or... You get panicky. You get and I, panicky. But then it's like we go back to the drink thing. I don't really drink much. And when I look back, the, when, when I used to do my club years, I used to have two vodkas and lemon, two double vodkas and lemonade before I go on stage. Just to give me that Dutch courage to put up with the drunk people around me. So you realised that you were drinking to suppress those feelings, to feel not anxious yeah, or, like, Yeah, like, only if I went out. Like, I don't drink at home. Because you, you are so famous. You really, you are, everyone knows oh, who you are. But I don't, that embarrasses me. But why does it embarrass you? embarrassing, because I'm not, if you saw me at home, I'm such a chavo there in my TV, it's kids, like, I'm just, aren't I just fucking normal? Yeah, but you are, but I think, yeah, but you are know, famous, you're, you're oh, super famous. That. Shut up, Jamie, you are. <laughs> like so are you. But, uh, but no, I mean, no, take it. Well, how would you do podcasting? Because you've been on Made in Chelsea. Yeah, and but I don't think it's up, different. You don't like it. You're going red. <laughs> yeah, because it's, 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 it's totally different. Because it's not. But what's interesting, right, is that when you were younger, that's all you wanted to be was famous. And now that you're famous, you're you're like, oh god, actually, it's do a lot. Do you know what it is? Because people think when you're famous that you're going to be massively rich, this that, and being famous isn't cut out to all it's all what people think it is. Like, I've had experiences for years where you work out who your real friends are, this and that. Like, if you go for dinner, the bill always came to me. And then, because I'm always like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay, because that's just me. So I am used to paying for everything. I don't know any different. Even if guys I've been with, and that I'm always paying for everything. I am the Richard Gear all the time. How much money do you think you've made over your career? Oh, fuck knows. I don't think anyone loved. I remember making it the, in the rich list in the Times thing and that. And I'm like, how do they know what I've got? Um, but being married costs you a lot of money. Does it? When you divorce and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Have you... But do you know what? Anyone, you can't take anything with you. If people want my money, fucking have it. Because I'll always earn it again. If you want to take everything off me, I could start with a seed in the middle of the field, grow it, grow it, sell it, sell it, make money again. Well that done. is my attitude. 100%. Because there's always, the press love to do this thing, talk this about bankruptcy, bankruptcy thing. Can I just say something? So many successful people go through bankruptcy. 100%. Mine is to do with um, exes and that mine is, two mm. of exes. Um, 
I went through a breakdown. This is what how mine started. So yeah. lawyers, lawyers, and exes, that is my bankruptcy thing. And then obviously a bit of HMRC. When I had my breakdown, if anyone's been depressed, I don't know if you've ever had depression. I've had, I had a, during lockdown, I was like, I had basically complete burnout and I didn't know what was going on. So I felt really low Did and anxious. Did you sleep a lot and stuff? I, I couldn't, I, I was, I couldn't actually sleep. So I found it like so hard to fall asleep. It was right. really weird. So what started with me, it starts with depression and it gets to a point where you just want to sleep all day. Don't want to talk to anyone. The phone would ring, you wouldn't answer it. Then bills would come through. And you couldn't face opening it and then you didn't have the energy to pay bills, this, that, and then everything just starts crashing down till you're in this situation where it's got bad. Mm. And then, but mentally, because you've had a breakdown and you're depressed, you just... Can't do anything. You ignore everyone. You don't answer the phone to anyone. And that's basically what happened to me. Got myself in this rut. I have a lot of outgoings, you know. I'm a single mum of yeah. five. I've never taken anything off the government. I've never taken a penny off a guy. And if, if anything, it's the other way around. Mm. Um, you know, and I've, I've, I run the ship. Mm. And if I don't run the ship, then it all collapses. So it got to a point where the ship crashed, couldn't do anything, and then it got into chaos. So I've had to get myself out the rut. Yeah. But at the same time, the media are like, oh, she's in the priory, this, that. So no one would want to touch me for work because they think I've just gone hit rock bottom. So how I've got out of it, I don't know. I think manifesting, being positive. I don't normally believe in all of that. My sister does, the secret and all of that. Yeah. But I have to say, at the time, you just, if there's so much going on, you do think, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? You Sometimes you don't know where that, the blue yeah. sky is. So you have to deal with one thing at a time. I'll always be successful because that's the kind of person I'm. I'll always make money, which... Mm is why I tend not to worry because I'll always earn it. And I, I am a and survivor. And you always have done that. Yeah, I'm a survivor. And like I say, you can't take it with you. So it is what it is. And I'm not a flash person anyway. Yeah. I do like cars, don't get me wrong, and nice horses. Diamonds. <laughs> yeah, <Watching>. I <laughs> I'm not a flash person. But I don't wear designer clothes because they don't fit me because of my big hooters. So... What I about, like nice trainers and all that. Virtually. What about, talk to me about love. Yeah. Do you, have you, you've been in love? Do you know, this is the trouble. And we've, even in therapy, I've realised men are my destroyer in life. Is it, do you think it's because you're... Yeah, it's true though. Yeah, but why? Is it because you're addicted to love? Do you think you love men or do you love being needed? What do you think it is? I just want that perfect. I just, oh, I'm such a family girl. I just want to be married, settled, and get on with my career. But if you look at my past, I haven't really, and it, part of it's my fault being impulsive, marrying, marrying, like, because I'm searching for that perfect, there's no such thing as perfect, but like, me and Pete, it wasn't I exactly like a normal was, marriage. But yeah, like but the manager was there, we were told when we could hold hands, we were told everything was photographed, filmed. It wasn't really real, was it? Wait, that, hang on, is that's what it was? It was constructed in so many ways that you had yeah, to... Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't... It. There was always a manager, always someone there. If it was a party, this, that, it was a photo shoot or film, this, that, and it's like, it just got exhausting. Yeah, because then you don't know what's real and, and what's not. And then the second relationship I did on the rebound. And then the third one... I married him five weeks of meeting him. Didn't even know. I mean, that's not a good idea. 
No. It's not a good no, it's idea. rank idea. It's not, it's not and I've just got idea. destroyed by all of them. Okay, I know. Yeah. So So who are you looking for? What kind of guy are you looking for? And then I've like with Cole, like it's perfect, but then I'm I like to work. I'm very independent. I don't like to be, someone not not will let me work and You don't stuff. want to be held back in any way whatsoever. No. Yeah. Um so I don't know. It is what it is, isn't it? Have you so you so you have been in love though? You do you you fall Oh god, yeah. I've fallen. I am a Do you think you're a love addict? No, I'm definitely not an addict for love. I just yeah, I'm the kind of person I just want to find someone where I can work, they work, don't ponce off me. Cole doesn't ponce off me, yeah. so and where you could just go around your family's house for a roast on a Sunday, sit there, watch dinner, or go around B and Q and just buy shit because you just want to buy shit. <laughs> yeah. You just want you just want to live a normal. You want to live I, a normal existence. I, I am normal. Everything I do is normal. Yeah. It's just, I suppose if I go to a theme park or something with the kids, it is ag. If I go out and do something, it is ag. It's a nightmare because you, you get photographed all the time and, yeah. and people want to come up to you. How do you control that with the kids as well? Because, you know, I see that oh, Prince... Oh, Bunny's a nightmare. And Princess is, is a model now and Junior's doing music and yeah. all these different... So, they're, so they've obviously... They're now, used to it. Really? But it's the little one, Bunny, the sassy one. She'll flick on the bird and say, do you think it's right <laughs> taking pictures of kids? I'm like, Bunny, you see how sassy how old, is Bunny, though. She's just turned Bunny? nine. No, <laughs> she's a fucking nightmare. Do you she, think it's the right to take pictures of yeah, kids? Yeah, she does it. Or, oh, my God, if she sees someone taking a picture, why are you taking a picture? You need to delete that. She's like, she's a hawk for it all. Really? Oh, don't. And, yeah. and I, I want to just uh, touch on Harvey quickly because, you, you, I mean, you got your great mum. You you are yeah. you and and I think and this is when I think you become like yourself. You you know you're a good mum. And I know I am, but you get people who try and actually do they say I'm not? I don't know. I don't. I think people. Do. I think you're a great mum. Apart mom. from Harvey's not my good books this week. But but having because uh, <laughs> popping and, a window in the car on the motorway because he's ear popped. I was in Devon he's, and we had to go it. back in the car for six hours, rain, wind, because he's ear popped. He decided to headbutt the window. It all come out. Thanks, half. Sorry, Mum. And he wrote me a letter at college. I'm really sorry for breaking the window, Mum. Ribbit, ribbit, bullfrog, he goes. I, I, his, and his diagnosis is... Septic optic dysplasia. Okay. And he's also cortisol deficient, ADHD, opposite deficit disorder, tick order, Prada willies. What else is there? <laughs> the list goes on. Wow. But that, that, that's... Oh, and he's born blind, but he can see something. But, that, but having to be a mum, doing a career, you know... Yeah, I was 22, 23 when I had it. I, and, I came everywhere with me. And all you want, I, I, I know, I, you know, see it with yeah. my mother, you just want your kids to be happy and healthy and all these different things. Yeah. And so that's a, I think, again, what you do is you, you talk about it so flippantly. Ah, oh, it's this and that, whatever, we move well, on. That's the way I have to be, isn't it? Yeah, and you do <laughs> have to be. I can't sit there and dwell on it. No, you can't, but, yeah. that, but that's a lot. It's a lot to handle. And also dealing with horrible people out there social media saying things all oh that they kind of... do that's why i've done the law for harvey harvey's law yeah it's amazing i love it i've been in the house of commons yes <laughs> pricey has she's been in the debate the select committee um and you want to fight for that right because it's but see, it's nearly there now they're just trying to defy because i've done two laws harvey's law and tracker troll hmm. um 
What's track control? Track control is where if someone's trolling you, you can yeah. track them who they are. Because it's like if you get a mortgage or something, they want to know your ins and outs. Yeah. Social media, you could just be deleted and you could set up another one. Now, I think it should be in place who they are, show their passport picture or something, yeah, ID, so, they can't do anything. so you can track them. Yeah, I think it's a and great And I think idea. that will stop a lot of stuff. Oh my God. But yeah, so I'm doing these laws. I never get respect for that from people. And being who I am, whether people love me or hate me, when I've done these, the signatures I've got are ridiculous. So I do have an impact on somewhere. Otherwise, I wouldn't create these laws, which actually help people. But no one will ever say, well done, Kate, for doing that. I think they're they so will. busy on just slagging off. I think people forget what I've actually done in my life. Amazing journey, places I've been, seen, done. And it's like no one gives a fuck about that. Yeah, but I don't think that's true. I, I, I think actually you see that from your perspective. But but the reason, you know, so like we were so excited to have you on is to talk about all these stories. And the oh, things I bet you're going to be like brainwashed off. Like, no. Oh, no okay. yeah, I swear to God, that's the reason. You know, when, you know when you do like a show or whatever and you, there's all the good comments, but you focus on the bad comments. I think maybe perhaps you, because there's you, you see the negativity, you focus on the negativity rather than yeah. the positive. And there is so I'm not much used stuff to good out there. stuff, that's why. And, then, and when, people say I'm like you're such a fucking liar it's like princess I don't know why I'm bringing this up when she was a baby she was so ugly and people would be like oh she's beautiful I go no short she's ugly and me and princess <laughs> take the piss because she really was an ugly baby but she's stunning she's now. stunning but it's like you know when your baby's ugly and when you're she's like they're gorgeous no babies are really that gorgeous they're like old wrinkly men <laughs> Okay, Elizabeth, I, I, I just, I don't want to take up too much time as well because I'm just Fuck seeing... Fuck I've been here three hours. What I are you really, about? Take up I, my time. I do want to say this though, that yeah. you have your podcast. The oh Katie God, yeah, Price I do actually, show. yeah. I'm going to be, it's with, it's with Sophie, your sister, right? Sophia Hannah Price. She's younger than me. Okay. We, we are not the same at all. I say she's like Victorian, dress is different, like we and are total opposites. Total opposites. But she knows me inside out and I know her inside out. And I think it's interesting on our different perspectives. Like even on our normal day out, she would go to a museum and look at art and I couldn't think of anything worse than that. I'd rather go and get my nails done. Or, you know. And you guys talk about, you do dilemmas, you do life advice, or stories, yes. all these different things. Life advice. Um, we just talk about even what shows we've been watching on telly. I just... I suppose it's just like a normal chit chat. And it's great because you're sisters as well. So you have that great relationship. Yeah, I'm always getting told off by her. And uh, everyone listening, there'll be so, you've told so many stories. Like, I can't even imagine the more. Imagine my poor little head. Oh, <laughs> my. How many books have you written again? 54. No, you haven't. <laughs> you have not written 54. I have. Go and get them. I've got them at home in my office if you don't. I've done a whole series of ponies, pony one stories, pony care book, my novels and autobiographies. It adds up to 54 books. <laughs> That's insane. All right. I want everyone to go and listen to the Katie Price show. We can get You can get it wherever you listen to your podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can. Go and, go and check it out. Before you go, I want to ask one debunking rumors. I got some Oh, questions. I love all these. Okay. I'm going to debunk some rumors. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I one, love this. One rumor is Katie Price enlists fans to carry her sixth child as a surrogate, and the whole thing will be filmed for a new TV show. I would love to have another baby, whether I adopt, have myself. Anyway, I'd, I've always said I want more kids. Amazing. Yes. So that could be true. <laughs> okay. Katie Price getting married to Carl Woods in surprise wedding, but mum's not happy. 
That is absolute rubbish. I think they said Gretna Green. Please. Please. Uh, Katie Price wants to look I'd like... never get married yeah. unless my mum was there. So absolute rubbish. rubbish. Katie Price wants to look like Barbie as she considers rib removal. Oh, my God. My brother got this email, right? How yeah. ridiculous. And he wrote back, look, she loves eating her spare ribs, but she certainly isn't having any ribs removed. I mean, why would I have my ribs removed? I need a rib cage to hold my bangers on them. So, no, untrue. Uh, I know I love surgery, but come on, I'm not there to remove bones. Uh, this is, uh, I love uh, these. KG Price mysteriously moves out of 19-room mucky mansion despite lavish renovation and moves in with her on-off fiancé, Carl Woods. No, nope, I own my house. I live in my house. Cole's got his house. I've got my house. Rubbish. Okay, I like this. And last, oh, you could do more. I love this. I, I, we don't have, I want to do more. We don't actually have a... <laughs> Okay, one thing I want to, because on your show, you do something like about life advice. Oh, yeah. So I want to end this one is if you had to give someone some life advice, what is the sort of best life advice you've been given? When it comes to love, don't be impulsive. <laughs> Listen to that. <laughs> because I'm now learning from it. Okay. <laughs> Big question before we go. What is it really like to be Katie Price? Bloody hell, very discombobulated, messed up, electrical sparks, brain going on. No idea. I don't even know myself. Excellent. <laughs> Pricey, thanks so much for going to the podcast. We love, love it. Love it. Have me back. Hope you enjoyed it, everyone. We'll Bye for now. See you next week. Goodbye. Oh, hey, that was-